Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Back, you guys, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And v- Victoria was drumming her <laughs> fingers in her book, waiting to start this minute. Uh, one Snape-filled minute at a time. One Snape-filled minute at a time. Today we're talking about Minute 53. Minute 53 starts with Draco's eyes going wide as Snape says that you could put a stopper in death. And it ends with Snape quizzing Harry. We don't get the entirety of Snape's quiz. Right. Uh, I think we get cut off in the very end of his last question. But uh, I have some information about the actual questions that Snape asks. And the but I think to those questions. I think you have more, like, Snape information. Of course. Of course. This is what, <laughs> a, a, this is what this A wealth is, of Snape information. This is what you're here for. <laughs> That's not entirely. I mean, not only. Oh, okay. Come on. I didn't only bring you because you're a Snape fan. Okay. You're my bud. Uh, uh, do you want to start with some Snape stuff? Do you want me to, do we want to go a little bit through the minute first? No, no, no. Definitely go through the minute first so I can get, like, the rest of that interaction. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we continue, we see Draco's kind of eyes go wide when, when, um, Snape says you can put a stopper in death. He, like, raises an eyebrow and it's really wonderful. I love that the entirety of Snape's speech, we really just watched, like, Draco's reaction to it. Right. Like, because he's not the star of the movie, but... No, and what I was thinking is, as we go minute by minute through this, I think we really do get a lot of good characterization of the other kids, because... Oh, definitely, because you get more of Neville, for sure. We're going to get more Neville this week. We're going to get some Seamus Finnegan, this, some more Seamus Finnegan like this Seamus. week. Yeah. Um, We get the first line from Dean Thomas, I think, this week. Uh, we get this interaction with, with, uh, Malfoy here because he knows that he knows Snape because Snape's the head of his house. Right. And, uh, the sort of interaction they had that kind of glance at him yesterday when he said, uh, that some of you, um, might have like a proliclivity toward. Well, you have to remember that Snape's already are still kind of, like, a double agent at this point. Yeah. Well, so he knows, he, so he knows, knows Draco. He's probably known Malfoy Draco since he was personally. a child. Yeah. Exactly. So he knows the Malfoys How well does, so do you, and Malfoy probably knows Snape. You, has known Snape since he was a kid, probably. Probably. And I guarantee you, with Malfoy's dad, Lucius being the way that he is, he's like, Snape, like, I'm, I can count on you to look after my son, right? While, like, he's yeah. there at Hogwarts. So of course he's gonna look out Malfoy and know like, hey, you know, like it's it's he knows him. He knows him already. Yeah. It's it's a it's a, it's his acknowledgement. I really I really do like that. Um It's nice that we get so much um kind of richness in each of the characters, even if they aren't the main focus of the story. Right. And we'll oh, get yeah. a lot of Malfoy in this movie, actually. Yeah. I think we I mean it's two and a half hours. We get a lot of everybody. 
Yeah, well, the ones that matter. <laughs> the ones that basically stay constant throughout the whole series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I like that Harry's taking notes. <laughs> His uh, notes are the worst. Yeah, Snape is really furious that Harry's not paying attention, but Harry's absolutely paying attention. He's writing down everything Snape is saying. But he's writing down things that, Bewitch like... Bewitch the mind, ensnare the senses, bottle fame, brew glory... Put a stopper in death. But see, the whole point that Snape is saying it is for dramatic effect. Yeah, not it's for not <laughs> written down and taking notes on. Well, but like, Harry doesn't know he's a he's uh, a muggle, uh, not a muggle-born, but he's from he's a muggle been in house. The muggle world. Yeah, and 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 when. But I feel like even like muggle teachers kind of do the same kind of thing in the beginning of the first day of school. You come in and you say a bunch of introductions and you <laughs> well the first day of classes in, or whatever exactly or like syllabus days but I don't think that but it's Snape's going to go over the syllabus no I don't think they have a syllabus I think he's like this is what this is it this, <laughs> this is, is the it. syllabus this, this is, is the class mission yep there you go statement statement mission statement so I just feel like it's a kind of like Snape's dumb, dumb on uh Harry's part like why am I are you why are you taking notes right now Brooklyn. Hermione who takes notes on everything isn't even taking notes like <laughs> are you kidding me I don't know see that's what's silly about it it's like Hermione's not even taking notes Hermione's not even taking notes see look look see if I if, like she's the one that like nudges Harry like why aren't like, you paying why, attention why he's aren't getting, you paying attention he's talking about you right now fool like you're such a dummy uh. Harry Potter, our newest celebrity. 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 Oh, <laughs> when he says it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely, like, enforces every one of the uh, syllables there. Our yeah. new celebrity. <laughs> what would I get if I added a uh, root of asphodel to an infusion of wormwood? He does not know. He does not know. But you know. I know. So what is it? The draft of living death. Nice. It's a sleeping potion so powerful that uh, it's known for people not waking up. It's um, some beauty. Asphodel is a plant um, that is known is associated with death. Um, in Greek Hades, the Asphodel fields were where all the souls of those who weren't really great or bad just sort of. You know, you lived your you lived your life. You just kind of live on the asphalt. Yeah, it's basically this just boring gray, like just fields of flowers. Because asphodel is not even a very pretty flower. It's very like gray and kind of yellow, dull tones, and and so it's just this sort of bland, like unending, not pretty. Yeah, the asphodel fields. Um, asphodel is typically planted on graves, and Persephone, her crown was a garland of asphodel. Oh, yeah. Uh, and wormwood, uh, wormwood is also known the Latin name Artemisia absinthium, used for making absinthe mm-hmm. and other liquors. Uh, in the 18th century Europe, it was used instead of hops, and in the Middle Ages, it was used to spice mead. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Uh, in this. We uh so Harry doesn't know, but Hermione does. Hermione throws her arm up in the air and she really wants to answer this question and Snape doesn't even care. <coughs> Snape doesn't see her. Cause that's not the point. Yeah. He's getting at Harry. So then he asks another question. He asks, Where would you look if I asked you to find a bazaar? And uh Bezor? Bazaar? Bazaar. I don't know how you pronounce it. But uh you find it in the stomach of a goat. 
uh, specifically is the answer that that he gives in the book um and that we get again from slughorn later on when we use a bazaar to save ron's life from the uh the potion that he takes and um I looked up a little bit more about bezoars and and they're common in very different and in, in different animals as well as some people. Um, usually, they're in the esophagus, the uh, um, small intestines or the large intestines, and I forgot. I, I want to say trachea, but that's totally wrong. But uh, they're not very common, but they're like deposits that form uh, within the body. And for a long time, they've been believed to be uh, cures of poisons, like curing all poisons. And I think that's the last question we get in this minute. There's another question that he's going to ask later um, that I'll answer tomorrow. And that's the minute. What do you got for me? <laughs> um, well, we don't get as much as I would like in this interaction, uh, I feel like there's more to it. Um, is it different in the, is it because it's because deeper it's probably, in the book? It's probably definitely deeper in the book, obviously. Sure. Uh, he's definitely singling Harry out. Yes. Snape is being a bully. Like, we're going to call it out what it is, and he's being a bully. We've been talking about bullies a lot since Scott was on. Because it's, it's a constant. There are, I mean, Snape is literally the bully of the movie and or of the movies in the books, as well as Draco. Yes. Um, Snape, unfortunately, is as, as I pointed out in the last minute yesterday. He's he's done a really good job of safeguarding the morale of his Slytherin students. Yes, and winning the House Cup. Um, and it has already been kind of pointed out to everybody, the viewer, the reader, that it is very common that people don't like Slytherins. They don't trust them or whatever. Not a good wizard, which a wizard hasn't gone bad. Yeah. Um I mean, it's definitely like even Dumbledore is, is unfortunately guilty of this. Yes. To the point where like, let's get these three houses to be against this <coughs> one house. And it's not very fair. No. Like, Slytherins, sure, may not be the greatest people in the world, but that's still, like, these are still kids. Yeah. And you're still having, like, three times as many kids go against Slytherins. So it's a lot of bitterness, again, just more and more bitterness that's looped on to being the head of this house. I could imagine for anybody, whether it was Snape or, or whoever uh, comes after him or before him, yeah. it's difficult to be the head of the house of Slytherin because you're already the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You come in the door, you're the bad guy. Dumbledore doesn't help. He yeah. makes you out to be the bad guy. Yeah. So it's like, how? That, that doesn't help. So here he is bullying this kid, a Gryffindor kid. Harry Potter himself. Harry Potter himself. So let's count all these things that are bad. Like, he's a Gryffindor. He's already, you're already the rival house's student. Yeah. Two, it looks like you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that he's not paying that he's paying attention, but it looks like he's not paying attention. So already that looks bad. Yeah. Like three, you look exactly like this guy that I freaking hated, mm -hmm. who bullied the crap out of me. Yeah. And 
I'm sorry to say there's so many incidences that happened between that happened between Snake and the Marauders that Snape does have not PTSD but like has that traumatic has like tra- has trauma mm. because of it that has kept with him his whole life till this point sure and here he is being reminded so it's just all oh, so many things i'm not making is again it's kind of like the whole petunia thing yes it's is more sympathy it's just more of of that psychoanalyst i really like psychoanalyzing people yeah it's just more that psychoanalysis of like it's not it's not enough to cancel out a person because they're a certain way you have to fully understand why they're the way that they are and once you can understand that and accept it then you can move on okay and take more steps as to like what can we do to change this situation and unfortunately we don't know yet but snape is in a situation that he cannot help he is continuously going to make himself out in this movie to be the bad guy purposely why do you say purposely well think about it do you think he really wanted to be the referee for the quidditch match It's all a thing with Dumbledore, like, go be the referee to this match because something might happen and you have to be there to protect Harry. Mm. So, of course, he has to go do that. And, Why and, does uh, he have to be the one to do that? Why do we think that Dumbledore because that? Dum- Because he's the only one that knows My with Quirrell and that whole thing. I believe they already know. And there's a thing going... There's well, at this point, they don't know now in the minute that we're on right now. Yeah. But it gonna, it's going to become apparent, to them at least, that there's something going on. Oh, there are several interactions between Quirrell. Snape and Quirrell in And which Snape book. knows, he, he deduces. And uh, what another thing that this book does is solidify what I was, what I've been saying is that this Snape is a legilimens. He may not be as proficient at it as Queenie, but it is not like him performing le- He's not performing a legilimency spell or incantation. He himself is a legilimens like Queenie. Hmm. Just not as not as strong. Okay. But still strong enough. Because he always shows up at like something is happening, even though no one went to go get him. We should talk about that later. When Harry bumps in, when Harry almost sees them when he's under the cloak, mm-hmm. like there's no reason for Snape to reach his hand out at the clearly empty air. But if he like senses Harry, like that mental connect, that like exactly. not reading him, but like can perceive that he's there, he knows that he's there, hmm. but he's not going to do anything. He, 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 it's like you're toying with him. It's like, let me give you the sense of like, I know exactly where you are, but I'm not going to do anything. It's about interesting. It. See, what well, you're making me think because I've had this sort of idea that, that Dumbledore feels like this omniscient, omnipotent, but. All of them are in on it. Like, I think that maybe all these professors have to know everything that's going on. And, and because we get everything, we get everything through the eyes of the kids. It's always this idea that like, oh, the teachers don't know. Like they, they're oblivious. Of course they know. Yeah. That's and, and if maybe, and if all of them doesn't know that I guarantee you that at least the very least Snape and Dumbledore know. Because with him being a legilimens, he's reporting back to Dumbledore, 
and we we haven't even gotten to the fact that they again they they talk about in this book that there is definitely a camaraderie between Snape and McGonagall. They work extremely well together. Sure, that there is no there's no ill feelings. It's all friendly rivalry, yeah. friendly competition. Yeah, I don't ever I don't ever get the sense that that they don't like the each professors other. dislike Snape. No, no, not at all. McGonagall actually does not like dislike Snape at all. Yeah, it's it's the same like irre- uh, irreverence, you know, like a you know mutual respect type of thing. Hmm. Uh, still, always, even when they tell him like, "Oh, Snape's doing this, Snape's doing that," and it's all like, "No, no, he's not. Calm down." Like it's, it's always that it's everybody. Why would Snape be trying him, to like, kill no, you? Like it's. Yeah, you don't know. You're just again. It's that you're, you're projecting things that aren't really there because you're making correlations to things. Even after this movie's over and he learns everything was not Snape, still the feelings are there into the next movie. Yeah. I still don't like this guy. He's I still don't trust him. It's like why nothing that was caused last year was him at all. But but Snape is singling him out here in this class. Yes, he, he is, is being a bully. Like pushing him down, I think that Snape could have approached a little bit better, and You're right. uh, and but again and they could have letting his could personal you imagine, feelings get yeah, in the way. Yeah, I that exactly, I, mm-hmm. exactly. I think that if he's, if Snape he's still human, if Snape had uh, opened up or like reached out to Harry, no, I that think that happen. their interaction could have been so. But they could have the two. It would have been such a more. It would have been so beneficial it would, it would to. Have been great. The school to everything that's happening every year, the conflict that comes up could be solved so much quicker if Snape and Harry had rapport. He couldn't. There's no way Harry could know anything. Yeah. Because Voldemort would have read it. Voldemort being in his mind. And Snape knows. Do you think Snape knows that. That Harry has a piece of Voldemort. I don't think at this point they know yet. Maybe, maybe something he could read off of him and he does know. And that's why he keeps his distance. I mean, like, it would be safer to keep his distance. And he has to look like he favors Malfoy. Malfoy is going to go back and tell his father, like, oh, do you know Snape is, was chummy with, with Harry Potter? And that goes back to the wrong person. He has to literally make himself look like a jerk all the time. Because people are watching because Malfoy is there. He's going to report to his dad. Like, just all all kinds of, like, stuff. You really... I want... I <laughs> hope that as this... I hope that as this show goes on, mm-hmm. that we get to, like, dig into other profess- like other characters like this, too. This is fascinating to me. Uh, the idea of Snape... Being well aware. That's not the way I want to phrase it. I don't know. I love this idea, this theory that, like, the professors know a lot more than we're given. Uh, to, to believe, at least. Right. Because, because, yeah, the professors do know what that grubby little package was that Hagrid picked up, and they're already building this kind of, uh, thing to keep it protected mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their their whole series of traps or whatever i don't know 
Which that's already interesting in and of itself. I feel like Dumbledore see... sets up Harry to find that, uh, to, to to kind of learn what's going on, and and right. I think that he sets Harry up to be the kid to go f- to to retrieve the stone. Oh, kind definitely. Of deal. Definitely. Why didn't they just destroy it in the first place? Because they had to. Because they had to have Voldemort reveal himself. It's all. It's all a giant game of cat and mouse. It's. It's him trying to draw him out. Uh. The professors are the scientists building a maze for, like, to catch a rat, kind of thing. And, and, and yet somehow, like, Harry and Ron and Hermione are also, like, part of that game. They're, like, unsuspecting pawns. Yeah. In this game. They're almost, like, they're almost bait. They kind of... They're, they're the lures. Well, at least Harry is. The other, the other ones are just kind of, um... Like, his lifelines, like, he needs them there because he's not proficient in everything. He needs, like, backup. They're yeah, like backup. you mentioned in a Weekend Edition episode. I did. Um, about each of the tasks being meant for one of the kids. Correct. And we'll have to talk about that when we get there, but that's a fascinating thought to Yeah, pointing too. out the fact that right now, like, most people would make the, make the jump to, oh... He's not. Call- he's just ignoring Hermione, and it's like it's not that he's ignoring her. It's just that he has his eyes set on Harry. Like this is meant for Harry. I want to embarrass him. Yeah. I want him to make him feel like you're not special, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obvious that Hermione knows the like, answer, and that's not the point and that's of this not, question. That's not the point at all. Yeah, it's and the question like, is no, it, he hates mudblood. He's not like, asking. No, he he's not asking these questions to get answers. Exactly. He's, he's asking these questions because Harry doesn't have them. And he knows that. Yeah. Why do you think he knows that? Because he's able to read it off of him. Like, well, he, this kid doesn't know. Well, plus, I mean, for I don't all think you he know, would know anyway. Hey, for all you know, he could be taking notes. Like, he is taking notes. Just Maybe the wrong he, notes. He, just the wrong notes. He could have been already, like, studying. He should, he should have done the Hermione thing. And just read the books already. And just already. read the books already. So he would, like, make a good impression. But, oh, well. Yeah. Because that would have just, like, thrown him all off if Harry did know the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the the Hermione-Snape dynamic is a whole separate thing. Yeah. We'll get into that later, I guess. Which is not Do really... We, we don't even get that task in the... We, that task isn't in the movie. No, no, it's not. Oh, man. They cut a lot of the stuff out. You know, it's so it's so funny because I keep thinking like, oh my god, this movie's so long. We're gonna have so much to talk about, and yet there's still so much that's not in the movie that we have to talk about. Yeah, I know. Okay, we'll no, just have to save that for a future not, episode. It's not in there, unfortunately. Which, which is definitely unfortunate because I really like all the trials, but they don't really. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that all. on the weekend edition for this week of episodes. The trials. Of- Maybe. No, it's we'll probably early. save that till later. That's too early. Yeah, we'll wait. I don't know what we're going to do this week, but... I think uh, I think that was everything I had for this minute. A little bit more I'll get, I'll, Snape I'll, question tomorrow, but... We'll, we'll, and, and we'll 
There's going to be a couple of instances in which Snape just shows up and there's Yeah, I want to keep coming back to this Legilimens thing. Uh, and he just, it, it, like, like the referee thing, when we get to this, the Quidditch match and the referee thing, even though he doesn't won't be a referee in the, in the movie, nope. no, but we'll talk about it with him being there and the incantation yeah. and, again, Invisible Hermione and, uh, with the whole setting him on fire and all yeah. the correlations to the books. That's way later. I know. That's what I said. Like, we'll, we'll talk more about Snape when that, those scenes happen. All right. He shows we get a little bit more Snape tomorrow. Right. Yeah, we do. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Join us tomorrow for a little bit more Snape talk. Uh, you can, if you want more, like, more Harry Potter Minute content, um, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hpminute, where we do our weekend edition, The Quibbler. Uh, there are quite a few episodes that are up and new ones every week. Um as well as some special extras that are coming. So keep an eye out on the feed for that. And join us tomorrow. I already said that, but... (laughs) All right. Mischief Mischief managed.